Would you rather, would you rather hole out from the fairway twice a year, play any course in the world, caddy for Tony Romo, would you rather have the driver yips or the putter yips? Would you rather step up to the tee, terrified to take the club away from the ball? Would you rather play 36 holes, full day of golf, wherever you wanted, with Tiger Woods, Donald Trump, and Eric Trump? Or would you rather play nine quick holes with Phil Mickelson, Anthony Kim, and me? All right, folks, Sean Zock here. Across the table from me, as always, Dylan DeChair. This is The Drop Zone. We've got a big week of uh, Korean golf going on. Big week for Korean golf. Some good, some bad. We'll uh, we'll break down what to make of the Biochem news, as well as the Kevin Na news. Kevin Na won in Vegas. And later, we'll dive into a bunch of would-you-rathers. People love that game. Would you rather? Would mm-hmm. you rather play golf with Dylan or would you rather play golf with me? We bring those kind of questions to the podcast today. But first, Dylan, you had your past transgressions brought mm-hmm. out into the golf universe this week. Someone dug up some, uh, <laughs> you know, embarrassing. I guess it was me. I dug up my embarrassing golf past, my college golf career. Um, yeah, I wrote last week a story about the time I got kicked out of the NCAA. Um, listeners of the drop zone probably know I played some division three golf at Williams college. I was okay. Um, never particularly like stand outish, but what was probably the most unique part of my career was that I got kicked out of the NCAA for writing a book and I got kicked out one week before my only ever appearance in the national championship um, got reinstated about 12 hours beforehand, did not go well from that point on. But this article, which you can find on golf.com, I've gotten like more feedback on this than almost anything I've ever written. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it is this, it was, it was meant to just be my experience, but it ended up sort of being just a giant alley-oop pass to everyone <laughs> that just loves slam dunking on the NCAA. Yeah. And, uh, it was a pretty good example of, you know, the bureaucracy of the NCAA is pretty bad and pretty dumb. Yeah. People love to hate the NCAA. They love to hate them. You know, what? It, it made so much sense to me now because you have had such a complicated personal relationship with amateurism, mm. deciding, you know, I'm, I'm probably not supposed to be a professional golfer anymore. I should just become an amateur again. You've had just this really chaotic I have not. Ha- I've had the opposite reaction that's what you have pushed but maybe this is why i'm like this amateurism thing i'm done with it (laughs) i'm done with the gray area pro for life Mm -hmm. but you know we've been talking about that we've been trying to formulate a plan because u.s open qualifying is only what like eight months away less and i'm not getting any better at the moment no we as a team are working to turn that around more details to follow all right to the PGA Tour, Kevin now won in a playoff against Patrick Cantlay in Vegas. He made a triple bogey, rallied from it. He won with a par on the second playoff hole. He was walking in putts left and right. This guy has earned some kind of weird popularity from all these, mm-hmm. you know, this walking in putts bit. I mean, look, last year, Justin Bieber at his putting green at his home was imitating Kevin Na. He's become like a weird 
golf cultural icon for this move. And here he is on the first playoff hole, walking in a must-make putt to have the hole with Patrick Cantlay, keep the match going, keep the playoff going, I guess. Yeah, he has ascended to a new level because Kevin Na was like the driver yips guy. He was the slow play guy. He was the guy that made 15 on one hole uh, in Texas. And now he's the walk it in, joke around with Tiger guy, which is, you know, a big time upgrade. He's also sneakily won, what, three times in his last 30 starts? Yeah. So the guy's had serious success. What, President's Cup potential pick at this point? I hope so. I hope so, but I don't. I mean, I don't really think it's going to happen. There's just these big names that have played in all these events before, Tony Finau, mm-hmm. Ricky Fowler, that Tiger's probably just going to choose them first. Yeah. And, and really, there's only three captain's picks to be made. Tiger's probably going to choose himself. There's the U.S. Open champion, Gary Woodland. There's Ches Reavy, who's playing the best golf of his life this year. It's probably unfortunate for Kevin now. But, hey, you have to choose who you think will be a good player in Australia in early December. What was the deal with Kevin Na's post- tournament shout out to like this secret reference we're hearing some whispers coming out about what he was talking about what did he say he said despite what you've been hearing about me thanks for sticking with me something to that effect well he's a korean american and so he has a lot of korean fans Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as the pga tour goes he's probably one of the more beloved pga tour players in korea Mm -hmm. however earlier this year he was on a reality show the perception of the reality show didn't go over very well. I don't think he's feeling mm-hmm. the love from Korea. So he gave a shout out essentially to the country and said, I'm going to be there at the CJ cup. I hope to see you all there. He was very emotional. Uh, there's, there's a lot behind this story. He doesn't really seem to want to get into it, but it's definitely a thing when you talk about Kevin Na and what happened to him yesterday. Well, look, you See a guy, Kevin Na, who lives in Las Vegas. So he won in his what current hometown yesterday. But the culture of Las Vegas is definitely a world away from the Korean golf culture. We saw yeah, we exemplified last week in a different Korean golf story. Before we get into that, uh, I had one thought on playoffs. Because mm. the playoff between these two, it brought up one of the things that I hate most about professional golf, and it's not pace of play. These are two very, very slow players. Mm-hmm. But it's it's playoffs that repeatedly just play the 18th hole over oh. and over yeah. and over. So they just played the 18th in regulation, right? That's the last hole they've played. And now you're going to play it again. And then when you tie, you're going to play it again. Okay, now you've tied twice. We'll let you play the 17th. But if you tie again, you're going right to the 18th hole. Doesn't see make this, any sense. We see this all over the place. No, it makes sense for these events that want to have everybody around the 18th hole, mm-hmm. but it, it's not entertaining, and it, and it really also doesn't do a whole lot to promote who should win. I think you should be able to hit different shots. Petra Cantlay is playing the same exact shot into that green three times in a row. All right, noted. This was, the, what, the first playoff on the PGA Tour in forever, right? Yeah, but like one of the best things about what Augusta National used to have Yeah is that you'd have players finish on 18, and then you'd have these throngs of people Mm. walk down the 10th fairway, and they would circle around the 10th, and some of them would even go to the 11th because there was going to be a playoff on these holes probably. What is your preferred playoff format? You don't go back to 18. (laughs) Okay. You go somewhere else, and you just have a random order, and probably Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, let's go back to 14, and then 15, and then 16. You make some room to get to 18, or a lot of courses will have like 10 
near 18. You can mm -hmm. at least go 10, then 18, or 10, 17, 18. Yeah, make a little loop. Anything, mm -hmm. anything to keep you from playing the same shots in a row to see who just happens to hit it closest and happens to have the luck that falls on a, a, a putt that is made from 20 feet. Are you still pro sudden death though or are you suggesting like yes. two three hole loops i'm pro sudden death mm -hmm. uh if anything i am pro two hole aggregate the usga Ooh. wait a minute big fan of what the usga did with that big you usga guy Me? Sean Zach. <laughs> i'm just happy with the results of okay if you make a bogey on the first hole you can make up for it you can get really aggressive make a birdie and mm -hmm. flip flip the switch a little bit anyways Back to Korean golf culture. Yes. Biokim. It's kind of old news now. Yeah. But a Korean player, Biokim, during an event that he won, flicked off a fan, flipped them the bird, essentially says F you with his hands, mm -hmm. in, in the midst of winning, gets suspended for doing so three years by the Korean PGA. Outrage occurred. In America, yeah. on the internet, as often happens, America knows best. That's the mentality a lot of us have. So we were like, holy cow, three years. That's insane. This doesn't deserve any suspension. Brandel Shambly is looking up felony charges yeah. that are less than three three years uh, sentence. This is how America works when it comes to deciding what is okay and what is not okay. What I don't like is that it's always cast down that America knows best. South Korean culture is far too conservative. I'm just amazed that everyone is so shocked at this. This isn't America. Well, here's the thing. We don't understand how to make sense of this. We've had Emiliano Grillo flipping off the hole, you know, Tommy making Fleetwood. a putt. Tommy Fleetwood doing the he same thing. He did it at thing. the Masters. At the Masters. You've got guys flipping birds all over the place. We see it in baseball. You know, we got our NBA players fighting in the stands although i guess that did merit a pretty long suspension but even still ron artest was suspended for a one season you know and he <laughs> got in a legitimate melee i think it's because we treat athletes and popular athletes as these huge 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 assets to society the, well, Kore the korean pga is saying we are above needing a, our leading money winner to be out here on tour entertaining people. This is not an entertainment project as much as it might be in America. That's at least part of it. Well, so maybe this is what you're getting at, but it seems like they may hold Bio Kim or Bio Kim, I'm not sure how you say it, to a higher standard than your traditional citizen, where we probably hold our athletes to a lower standard uh, and our celebrities in general. We're so forgiving selectively forgiving at least yeah. to transgressions of famous people. We love famous people. What does it mean when you flick someone off? What are you saying? You're saying F you. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine Rory McIlroy doing this? Can you imagine Rory McIlroy at coming down the tour championship, hitting a tee shot? He hears a camera flick in his backswing. He looks straight at a at the fan and essentially says, F you. He mm -hmm. would be suspended by the PGA Tour in some vein, right? There would be a huge fine, no? He would be, yeah. I mean, it would be a massive, massive deal. Because think about that. How often do we hear about the Korean PGA? Yeah. Never. Nope. We really never hear. This is you know, one of the ways that it could actually crack through to the American sports landscape is with something crazy like this. Now, the American equivalence of this, 
you know, with the exception of guys flipping off the hole, spitting in the cup, stuff like that. It's more like, you know, Justin Thomas kicking a fan out for yelling at his ball to get in the bunker. Or, you know, Tiger Woods doing some exasperated stare down of some guy Mm -hmm. taking a picture or talking during his swing. So you don't really see this sort of outburst at fans in golf generally. I'm not sure you see it from golfers really at all, except like directed themselves. Like Mm -hmm. golfers get frustrated, but not in this same way. And I'm not sure exactly why that is. Yeah. I just think that the takeaway from this needs to be America is different from a lot of places and South Korea is different from a lot of places, but we can't necessarily like demean a people and a specific culture because it's different and more conservative and more stringent than we live by here in the United States. I mean, gambling, uh, pornography and government lobbying are three different things that are highly regulated or illegal in South Korea. Mm -hmm. Those are three things that flourish here in America. Oh yeah. It's a different world. Backbone of society. Yeah. But at the same time you look at Kevin Na, he's speaking out against it. He said it was a ridiculous punishment. His caddy, Kenny Harms, was wearing a free biochem hat. Those are in pretty Las easy Vegas. things to do here. They are, yeah. But but Kevin Na having that connection back to Korea, I can trust him and, and listen to him as a voice. And also, man, I get to dive into the laws of South Korea a little bit more because the reason this all happened is because you cannot silence your iPhone cameras over there. It's law. Yeah, it's impossible. Due to... Uh, There's no silence function. Privacy issues, Yeah, shall we say. Well, people were taking upskirt photos mm-hmm. with their cell phones when camera phones became a very popular thing. Yeah. And so a law basically regulating manufacturing companies of phones saying, you cannot silence these things. The camera sound is important to everyone's privacy. Fascinating. I mean, this was this whole week has been an interesting look into Korean golf culture, and I feel like by the time this podcast comes out, we're going to even yeah. be talking more about Kevin Na if you know more details come out sure. about all that he was referencing. Yeah. So wild week in uh, in golf culture, which is great. It's October. It's not the major season. There's not a lot that's really Silly happening. Season. We've yeah. gotten zero top thirty players playing this week on yep. the PGA Tour. Not a single player in the top thirty. So let's continue the silliness with a bunch of would you rathers. You Mine play... aren't silly. They're dead serious. <laughs> well, you play this with friends. You can turn it into a drinking game. You can talk about anything. Would you rather do this? Would you rather do that? We have come up with a bunch of hopefully brilliant golf ones. I don't know what you've prepared. You don't know what I've prepared. I will kick us off. Hit me with it. Would you rather hole out from the fairway Ooh. twice a year? Every year, as long as you lived. Or would you rather have one career hole-in-one, never two? Wow. So exactly one hole-in-one. That, not to brag, my current status, one hole-in-one. Door number A. Yeah, you'd basically be like hole-out guy. But you never have an ace? But no aces. Oh, I mean, still gladly, happily double hole-out guy per year. Legend status. And there's a catch. The catch is that the hole-in-one, it could be on any par three in the world of your choosing. Oh. It could be on Amen Corner. It could be a number seven at Pebble Beach. Mm. It could be on the postage stamp. It could be at St. Andrews, number 11. 
could be in any par three in the world of your choosing. Wow. Would you become the any whole, par three? Any par three. Okay. You can't just like ace the 18th at Augusta National. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be next level. <laughs> I'm sticking with the double hole out. Wow. That's sick. I am acing the 12th hole at Augusta National. I'm telling that would be your everyone one. about it. You're not even a big Augusta guy, so I'm actually surprised that that would be your one. That is the most popular par three in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Who has aced it? Do you even know? It is the ultimate bragging no. right in the entire game's history. It's funny. I can't picture a single ace there. I, know, I mean, I'm, I've watched I, a I know lot. people have done it. Yeah, I've watched a lot of But it's a, a short hole. Mm-hmm. Guys gun at the pin there. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of, interesting. Tiger didn't gun at the pin this year, but he didn't need to. He didn't. Know. I think I'm. I think I'm acing the twelve hole. I'm sticking with the double hole outs, but that catch does have me thinking. It would be pretty harder fun. about it. Imagine knowing that at, you know, 2020, wherever you play, you're gonna get ten rounds in, twenty rounds in, you're mm-hmm. gonna hole out twice. Oof, it's good for the score. Deuces, some pretty good <laughs> for the scorecard. All right, my first question for you: Would you rather have? The driver yips or the putter yips? Would you rather step up to the tee, terrified to take the club away from the ball, or... Well, this is just with driver. Just with driver. Well, I mean, come on. We're talking off the tee. We could probably include like three wood with this also. Damn. Um, Or would you rather tremble over every, you know, short, medium length putt? (laughs) Um... I'm trying to think about what would be worse for your score because Mm -hmm. I think I could come to grips with explaining to anyone I play with that, you know what, guys, it's just going to be three iron off the tee for me Mm -hmm. today. Sorry, just can't hit those big wooded clubs. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's just three irons. 460 cc, not for me. It would be more difficult for me to have confidence as a golfer to confidently go and play with strangers, to just be happy. Like if if I had the putter yips, I think I would quit the game far quicker if I had the putter yips than if I had the driver off the tee yips. I agree with you in the sense that like if say you're a fairly serious golfer, but you just cannot putt, I think that there's something, there's some sort of wreckage there. Yeah. At the same time, I think score-wise, you could sort of get away with yeah, lagging yeah. it just somewhat close. Yeah, and you can still make it green just because you have the yips. You know, screwing around with the, the claw and just, you know. I think I would rather have the putting yips than the driver yips because once you have the driver yips, you can't even play. You know, you're not... You're not in play off the tee. I know it well. <laughs> Hopefully, you just pick some playing partners. <laughs> Once you get the yips, this is the other thing. No one wants to see you attempt a putt. Yeah. So you just get it in that that circle of friendship. I think will just grow <laughs> wider and wider. But I don't. What if you get into serious stroke play competition? Then, God, I don't know. Yeah. Neither. Quit the game. <laughs> yes. Stop playing. All right. Would you rather be a winning Presidents Cup captain three times? Ooh. Or a losing Ryder Cup captain once. A winning President's Cup captain. No doubt. No doubt? Because a losing who, Ryder Cup you captain. You don't even know who wins the president. Name you get very, slandered. very. <laughs> I would rather not be anything than be a losing Ryder Cup captain. No. 
you would you would always rather be a Ryder Cup captain. You get ethered by you Phil know. Mickelson in the post round press conference, or by Patrick Reed's mother in law on our Facebook page. In terms of notoriety or fame, you're always hoping to be the Ryder Cup captain. Yeah, Pe- I mean, people do not wanted- remember what you've done as a Presidents Cup captain. After Fred Couples, who the hell else has been a Presidents Cup captain? Tiger Woods. Before to this year. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you want to book like late night show appearances, then you want to be a Ryder Cup captain. But, you know, if you're talking popularity, respect for you in the team room, President's Cup is this amazing chance for you to just get puff pieces written about you, about, you know, your (laughs) great team room atmosphere. Think about Hal Sutton, though. Yeah. What are are Hal Sutton's five most famous moments? Oh, God. One. Uh, You tell me. Be the right club today. Yep. Two, his victory. Three, pairing Phil and Tiger at the Ryder Cup. He was the guy who did that, and he didn't stand down from it. Fifteen years later, he's not standing down from it. Do you think he's glad that that happened over having not happened? I think so. Hmm. I have to ask how. I'm glad. I mean, look, I'm glad it happened. The thing about these captains, it doesn't matter anyway. (laughs) None of it matters. That's where I, I agree with you. All right. Would you rather have the career of Ricky Fowler or Charles Howell III? And I'll give (laughs) you some numbers to go with this. Ricky Fowler, number 21 in career earnings. He's made just under $38 million on the course. Five victories, 14 runners-up, 70 top tens. He ascended to a career-best world ranking of number four. All right, here's Charles Howell, number 19 in career earnings. So a little bit more. He's made about a million dollars more than Ricky, 39 million. He's won three times instead of five times, 16 runner-up finishes, 94 top tens, uh, but he has never gotten higher than number 15 in the world. So And so this is basically, you can have either of those careers uh, and you, nothing more. Well, like including, yeah, but including their off the course, you know, mm-hmm. experiences. It's, it's really whose life would you choose you know, outside of, you know, yeah. family relationships, et cetera, pretty whose obvious. golf life would you take? This feels pretty obvious. Does it? Yeah. Because let's just, let's put it all out there. I mean, Ricky Fowler's the one who was dating the supermodel who is probably married or soon to be married to an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Uh, his fame. I don't think is, any is Olympian is overstated, but anyway. <laughs> His fame is 100x, Charles Howell. And now normally I would hate fame. Well, that's partly the question here. But I think Ricky Fowler is reaping the benefits of fame as opposed to reaping like the detractors, the worst parts of fame. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be Ricky. High popularity. Hugely popular. He, He could run for office in phoenix and win or in <laughs> jupiter yeah especially if the if his constituents were <laughs> under the age of like 16 i mean here's the counter to this charles howell has made 40 million dollars <laughs> he can walk down the street and get a sandwich how many people have recognized <laughs> charles howell in public in the last 30 years you know the guy can do whatever he wants he can walk down the street and get a sandwich <laughs> ricky could also do that uh but. okay i see your point I'm still going with Ricky Fowler because he Ricky also 
because I'm a big fan of playing golf, mm-hmm. playing golf with people that you you didn't know yesterday, Ricky could get a tee time with pretty much anyone in the world. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I think that that has some inherent benefits to him. But I, then again, mm. R- Ricky has such fame that he he can't escape it. Like going to house parties, I that's think that's what I'm saying would be suffocating. Getting a sandwich. <laughs> um, here's the other thing: he has to deal with these questions of best player to have never won a major all the time. Ricky, when are you going to w- win a major? Ricky, mm-hmm. how about that major? Charles Howell, you're like, man, that guy finished in the top ten again. <laughs> Everyone's like blown away by it. He's finished. He has almost a hundred top tens in his career. He's won three times on the PGA tour. Oh, that's it, a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Would you rather play 36 holes, full day of golf, wherever you wanted with Tiger Woods, Donald Trump and Eric Trump, or would you play would you rather play nine quick holes with Phil Mickelson, Anthony Kim, and me? Whoa. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. You could you could play thirty six. The with, first one with was with Trump, Trump, and Tiger. Yeah, wherever you want. Wherever you want. Man, can you, you think that, of you the, that at the old course? The content opportunities <laughs> that would come out of that? Well, yeah. I mean, you it would be announced. You would be all over the blogs, all mm. over the news. It would be good for your brand. I think you could write a book about that. Yeah. You know, just throw the phone on record and. But think about like the gambling nonsense that we could get into with Phil, with Phil and, AK. and AK. I mean, oh Phil God. and me playing against you and AK for the stakes of AK. You have to turn pro if you lose. Imagine, go, back, go back to the tour. Imagine like the, the. Speaking like as a journalist, the opportunities of spending an entire day with Trump on the golf course are like boundless. <laughs> you know, I feel like I would get you know hired by the New York Times just for being like, "Hey, I just spent ten hours with this guy." Yeah. So, like the storytelling piece of me wants to take that one, but at the that same has you time, more excited than we've got Anthony Kim, the White Whale. And Phil. And Phil. My God. And me. Well, yeah. I've spent plenty of time playing golf with you. Oh, my. All right. I got a pick here. I really thought I would be adding to the. To adding the, value. Yeah. Yeah. You're, look, we we could. How many shots do you think we're getting, by the way, from Phil and AK? <laughs> that would be great. So if you Who are. Who knows what AK if is? If you're a, a plus 2.5 right now. Yeah. Phil's got to be a plus six. Six or seven. Yeah. Probably seven. Yeah. So I'm getting a full, basically, 16 or 17 from Phil. So basically one hole. Nice. Which seems probably, You would be dangerous in I that know, kind of, you know, so Phil dangerous. could go out and shoot like 81. And I bet you you're giving AK strokes. For sure. Yeah, the For guy's sure. got to be like a five handicap, right? Yeah. If he just never, ever plays. All right, like, I'm stalling big time Respectfully, he's got to be like a, let's just like, we'll put him as a two or three. He gets... He gets one every other hole from Phil. I am going with Tiger and the Trumps. We would sustain traffic goals on golf.com for an entire year (laughs) just based off of this one opportunity. And, you know, I could just slide in a couple disguised questions about, like, Ukraine disguised (laughs) as golf bets. What's the the golf scene like over there in Ukraine? (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, man. All right. Let's move on from that one before we get in any trouble. Um, <laughs> would you rather... This one is actually somewhat related. Would you rather play any course in the world with a random draw of people? Or would you rather play with any foursome in the world of your choosing with a random draw of golf course? This is for one round. Oh, boy. See... I think I know what you're going to say, but I think it would be different for someone with different values. See, I'm, I'm never going to choose the course over the people. Mm. Yeah. Even for one round. That's, that's where I come to grips with, you know what? I, the people I want to play with, I'm going to play with you some other time. So what is the one course that I would want to play? What is it? And could I stand three randos being on the tee with me? Right. And I mean, you could be getting a fun character, fun cast of characters. You could be getting, you know, brutal. I'm probably going to play Pebble. Ooh. It was way too much of a tease to cover the Open there this year Mm -hmm. and just to see it in all its glory and not be able to hit a shot. So Pebble over like Augusta or Pine Valley or Cypress. Screw Augusta. Yeah. Um, Probably will play Pine Valley at some point. (sighs) Take a side, sir. I will I will choose the course over the people for this one round. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right choice. Well, I hope you get some fun fellas to play with at Pebble. Yeah. But can you imagine me coming back to you? Yeah, dude. Pebble was awesome, but it but, was a six-hour round, and the idiots that were playing with mm-hmm. me like, were trying to sell me on their their golf gear. It is bi- Who you play with is a m- massive deal. You know, probably still underrated because you can yeah. you, you could go show up at the old course and play with a, a bunch of bozos. We have a we have a job, an occupation that people love talking about, mm-hmm. and how they talk about it and how they ask questions about it greatly influences whether I would want to talk about it at all or talk about it forever. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely big positives and big negatives to that because some guys have really insightful questions and you're like, oh, I, you know, I hadn't thought about it that way. It yeah. makes you remember again, like why we have such fun jobs. And yeah, other and then guys, you get pitched a bunch of stories through it the course of your round. All right. What do you got for me? Would you rather play the best equipment in the world and be dressed like an idiot Ooh. or look amazing in your presentation and play with equipment from the early 2000s? Uh, number two, <laughs> for sure. You look dope, and, and you've got this kind of like retro vibe to you. You're like, yeah, I've still got these like illegal yeah. Titleist irons. Yeah, that includes playing with a non five piece golf ball. Oh wait, so You're... we're talking pre switch? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> That's... Who's it? I'm trying to think of an example of who dresses like an idiot. Like who is my analog here? Someone on tour or like no, more of an idiot? It's it's like, like that that generic he's wearing knickers. That guy. And he's he's trying so hard. He's got like the the uh Ben Hogan cap. Yeah, yeah. He's he's Damn it. This is bad because you know I've been you. you know I've been losing distance. <laughs> you know I've been struggling getting the ball out there. And uh oh I but I'm still sticking with it. You gotta <laughs> you, look you look good, feel good, play good. Whether you're flying it 
yeah out there or you know you're hitting seven iron that 135 and uh <laughs> i'm sticking with the old school equipment old school golf ball keep all our golf course architecture friends happy okay you ready for your last one yeah all right would you rather play with a guy who is sergio at beth page in 2002 level waggles <laughs> or a guy who offers you a swing tip after every bad shot you hit i shouldn't say offer i should say delivers you a swing tip first one so for sure i'm playing with the the waggler takes forever 100 percent. there is nothing more annoying than the person who's trying to fix you on the golf course mm. it's not good it doesn't help you no like in the long game Yes, you have helped me by saying you got really fast with that swing, Sean. Really quick at the top. That one's not even like that big of a... No. The person who's trying to change your swing, like, mm. you know what? You should really shorten up or, you know, your takeaway is awful. This is what I think you should do. That person sucks so much. <laughs> so much. All right. What, even if it's, you know, waggle. What if he's doing the Bryson two-minute 10-footers? You still... Sticking with it. See, now I would enjoy telling a story about this round. Like mm. that experience sucks, but I would enjoy laughing about it later. Yeah. That this dude is standing over, you know, six footers for 90 seconds rather than, can you believe the round that I just had with this guy? I couldn't get off a single shot without him commenting. He would wreck you too. Yeah. He would yeah. wreck me. All right. My final one. This is very specific to you. You're a player. I'm a caddy. I'm going to ask you. Would you rather caddy for Tony Romo on the Latino America tour? Full season? Forever. Oh, God. <laughs> would you, or would you rather caddy for Tom Brady in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am once a year every year? Or would you rather caddy for Bubba Watson on the PGA Tour? This is a would you rather or rather or rather. Yeah. I mean. So Tony yeah. on a developmental tour mm -hmm. where you're going to make next to no money. Right, Brady in the Pebble Pro Am, where you're really not making any money, but you're hanging mm -hmm. with uh, I'll say the greatest, it, quarterback, the greatest of quarterback of all time, of all time, greatest football player in history, or Bubba Watson on the PGA Tour. You can make some dough, it's but, gotta get, be, but get berated. It's got to be Brady for <laughs> me, particularly. But also, that is just the answer. I mean, look, we know I'm a big Romo guy, but the guy's not going to make cuts on Latino America Tour. I know the game is, you know, rising. I know I s said my overreactions last week he was going to be a PGA Tour player, but those guys are so good. It's so hard to make a cut on that tour. He would make, you know, if he had a great year, he'd make 10K. I would make 1K. So that's not going to get it done, and it would occupy a lot of my time. Uh, Bubba, traditionally, from what we've seen, not the most fun guy to caddy for. No. Um, I mean, his, his caddy, Ted Scott, does seem like a fun guy. They do seem to have a lot of fun together. But yeah. I don't know, those moments where you just get undressed on national TV, I would not want that. So money is an issue for you on the Latino tour, but you're not really stoked about the PGA Tour money. Brady's going to toss me a little something, but he's also <laughs> only requiring me one week out of the year. I could still get, you know, a different job. Okay. Reach okay. back out to my guy, Martin Trainer. Would, see if I could pick up maybe a side now, loop. Would it would it change if you knew that you weren't always going to be the Latino America tour? Just be Bromo's caddy forever. Oh, interesting. Perma perma caddy. Yeah. 
I just don't see. Well, here's the thing, right? Roma would have to turn pro in this scenario. Yeah. Okay. I don't see Romo making enough money to employ me as his caddy. Okay. What are he's you just going to be bleeding cash. God, he's still going to He's about to cash in on his next deal, though. So he could pay his caddy a full-time salary. Benefits. So you're always going Brady, though. I'm going Brady. I'm going Brady. The ridicule of Romo finishing last and more sponsors exemptions. I'm not sure I could handle that. I would rather root for him from the sidelines and from the safety of the golf.com podcast studios. All right. Well, do we have any others? Are we done? Would you rathering? I mean, no, that's a perfect place to finish. All right. That's enough. Uh, would you rather Dylan, uh, for the people who really care, which is, I don't know, 75 people who want a Cobra driver. We're trying to get you a driver. Here is our fantasy update. I mean, everyone should care about this, but a quick update Sean leading with $2.6 million earned in the fall season. I'm sitting at $1.8 million. Tim, with a big showing from Patrick Cantlay, finally cracked the $1 million mark. Uh, he's sitting, you know, a million and a half behind you still. He has announced his first change this week. He picked up Kepka for one week exactly. Got one missed cut out of him. Mm, nice. And he's replacing him with Kevin Chapel. I am dropping Hideki. I hate to do it but he didn't do it a whole ton for me. He's not playing this coming week. And in his place, I am picking up Henrik Stenson. All right. You can have Stenson. I am going to drop Bryson. He's getting big. He's like thinking about like bulking up. Not- bulking up. And I think he's done playing golf for a while. Yeah. Uh, I'll pick up Ryan Armour in his place. Shout out to Brian oh. Windhorst. And wrapping around this snake draft, I will also drop Adam Scott. And I will pick up Pat Perez. Ooh. I think Pat's going to get a couple starts. Got a little bit of a hot hand. All right. And then my final move of the week, Tim had him earlier this year. I like him in Houston. Uh, I'm going to pick up Brian Harmon, and I'm going to drop Chez Reavy. One and done for Chez on my team, which I hate to do. Tough luck, kid. That's it for the drop zone. Until next week, you should check out the other podcasts we have at golf.com. Fully equipped. Jonathan Wall. Tim Briand. It's worth your time. They have been diving into equipment for months now. And no one better than the equipment woj. Johnny Wall. Shout out to John Wall and his Cowboys for losing to the Packers this weekend. Oh, jeez. Tough one for the kid. But check out their podcast. It is worth your time. Uh, rate and review us, too. We need five stars. We could use that five stars. More five stars, please. We'd love that. But that's it for us. Uh, We'll see you back here next week.